Hello everyone, what's up? I hope everybody's doing well. So for this episode, I just wanna remind you, I changed the name halfway through and figuring out all of these episodes. So, you're actually listening to Afterthought. <laughs> you're gonna hear me say breakdown, just ignore it. Just remember, we had this little conversation before it started, all right? Get ready for the next episode. See you later. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of The Breakdown with your host, Marshall Fuller. How are y'all doing? I hope y'all are doing well. All right, let me introduce my guests before they just blow all this intro. So <laughs> our first person is, hey, sweetie, it's Jalen. Hey, Jalen, how are you, baby? Hey, Marshall, I'm doing good. How our next, I'm good. I'm good. Our next guest is Denny, 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 Denny Denzel. Hey, baby, how are you? What up, Marshall? I'm, uh, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. And last but not least, uh, Quay or Sinquay. I, I'm Sinquay, <laughs> okay. Sinquizy, you know, saving the best, the most talented for last. Here he is. That's me. The most famous person in this podcast. Just saying. Or Hi, I just put the S last because you're last. No. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right, everyone. So we are all here today because I did a breakdown of another good movie, uh, Moon Moonlight. I was going to say Moonshine. I'm actually drinking Moonshine right now. So course hello are. hello hello uh no but it's uh the movie moonlight uh it was released in no november 18 2016 which i feel like it was released recently but uh, it's uh it feels like jo- yesterday hmm? feels like yesterday i know uh it's a drama so get ready get ready uh and we're gonna cap it right here because everybody who's listening to this episode right now so this is gonna be a thing in the show I'm not going to reveal much. I'm going to reveal when it was released and what's the genre. But everything else is going to be spoilers. So I need you guys to listen to what we're going to do. Watch that movie or listen to that show or video game music, whatever it is that we're going to be doing on that episode. And then come back and watch. All right? Quay, what are y'all laughing at? Denzel's getting on my nerves. Hot ass mess. All right, guys. Spoiler zone. So please go watch the movie. All right. I'll see you guys in a bit. All right. So the overview of this movie is a young Black man grapples with his identity and sexuality while experiencing the everyday struggles of childhood, adolescence, and adulthood. Okay. What'd y'all think? Okay, Jalen, go first. Because uh, for those who are listening, me and Quay have watched this plenty of times before. The new people on the block is Jalen and Denzel. So we're going to start with Jalen. Five times, I know. Like me, was like 20. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll start with Jalen. I enjoyed the movie. I found that it was very relatable into the situations that I went through in my life. And just like his family dynamic and background, I could relate that to that also to some extent. But, but the way the movie was set up, I like how it did the childhood and then when he got older to when he was adulthood. The only thing, my critique about the movie that I did not like, I did not like how the movie ended. It was just <laughs> kind of like, it just kind of ended. I was like, oh, okay, that's nice. But overall, I do like the movie. It was a good movie. Okay, and Denzel? So I'm going to keep it short and simple. Okay. Um, I think it was a good movie. Definitely it was a good watch. Um, I feel like it was staged to be very emotional and it wasn't very emotional in my opinion. Um, maybe that's just because of how it was staged to me, but I think it was definitely a good movie. I'm not a big fan of how it ended either, but um, it is a movie that I recommend all my friends watching. Okay, so y'all didn't like the movie because, well, for me, when I first watched it, I thought that they should have had a whole kiss and make out scene. I thought I needed that. Was that Same. what y'all were missing? That's the only thing I also, like, okay, so I love this movie. It's, I watched it again yesterday and I realized it came to the conclusion that it is my favorite movie, number one favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, that's the only con I have about this movie is because I was really expecting like, you know, a little more intimacy at the end, but I guess like, you know, it's just open-ended. So it's up to you to figure out what the actual ending is. But I would love to see, you know, a little something, something 
But yeah, hey. you know, when I when I watched that today, because when I first saw it, I was so mad at that. But um, I think when I watched it now, I thought it was beautiful the way it ended. I thought it wasn't necessary because, you know, you think about that guy and what he's been through in his whole life. To have that moment, to reconnect with that special moment that made him feel alive back when he was younger. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all I could do is just cut it with you. I mean, because think about it. That was the only person that ever touched him like that. Mm. It made him feel that That's, way. That line gets me every single time. It gets me. I was not expecting that. So, that was like the one thing I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. So, and you saw how quiet and awkward he was. So I'm not picturing him really getting it on. I'm sure probably, I mean, if there was another part to the movie, there probably would have been some making out. I don't think they would have been ready to do more than that. Uh, (laughs) But I think there was more. Quay, I have a question for you. So when was, where were you when you first saw this movie? Um, I went to the movie theater. Oh, so you saw it in New Haven? Yep. Downtown, because that was the only place in Connecticut I think it was showing. That and somewhere far, far away. Yeah, I believe it was downtown New Haven I saw it in. I did too. It was after CrossFit and I was super exhausted. And I was like, I'm going to watch this movie. Because they extended it. Because it was in selective theaters at first. And I had to go see it when it first came out. So I was like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember when um, Facebook advertised it. This is when Facebook was advertising like a whole lot of interesting things that I was like, oh, I got to get into that. Oh, I got to get into that. And I remember when I first saw the trailer, it gave me all the emotions that I had in that movie. I knew exactly what that movie was like when I saw the trailer Same. right away. <clears throat> My thing, oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. I just want to go back to the like the character development. Mm-hmm. For me, it never really touched upon, what's his name? Chiron. No, not Chiron. Kevin? Kevin. Kevin. And I never really touched upon his sexuality and his journey to get mm-hmm. to that point so that's what's missing for me in the whole plot of the movie i thought he was bisexual me too like it yeah. really don't really get it's more speculation because yeah. he feels like he's comfortable with himself and his sexuality with the way he interacts with sharon but or is he just some dl trade <laughs> Well, you know, I do, I do, when I watched it again, I noticed that those two were, were two, I mean, I don't want to jump into black or white, but it was two types of gays that, that, that grow up in this world. You know, you have the one who shut down, who didn't ever feel fit uh, fit in. And, you know, I I wanted to bring up a part where they were all in the cafeteria. And you remember when Kevin was sitting alone, but he was fully in his mode. He's just eating his lunch. Like, the way he deals with the awkwardness is he embraces it and he tries to overcompensate. Whereas Black or Little or whatever name you want to go by, Chiron, he completely, he was like how I was in high school where I just sat at a table with the lunch ladies and I just, I was kind of defeated a little bit. I didn't own that that emptiness. I didn't like play it off like, nah, man, whatever. Which made me believe why I think Kevin was bisexual. Because I, I know a lot yeah. of gay men who were like me, not like Kev, but I'm sure they're out there, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I'm more identified with Kevin more than Chiron. Mm-hmm. Going through experience, because me growing up, I always play sports. So I never had to really like show my mascul- masculinity. It's just like that's how I showed it through sports, but I could understand Chiron at the same time because a lot of situations I'm quiet. Like if you don't know me, like you would think I'm really to myself and cry quiet, but I'm really not like that when you really get to know me. No, Denzel, what you think? Um, I think I definitely identify with Chiron more. Like I think that's kind of like the emotional part for me in the movie was seeing like his childhood. I'm like that was like not exactly me but that's like kind of like what I went through just like you know a kid during the innocent years like you know minding their business living their life and you have the other kids that are like talking about you because of how you walk or how you're just like not exactly fitting in with all the other kids that are playing ball and talking about girls and stuff like that like you're always the odd one out and you're forced to like overcompensate and defend yourself and stuff like that so I definitely identified with like his younger self yeah and quay same thing with you or same like there's little parts in every stage of his life that i identified with um when it came to like little his little self it was just this one scene 
that I really thought about is when all the kids were like playing like the soccer and he was playing with them, but in a way where he was just in the background, like he was trying to figure out like where he could fit in with everybody else. Cause you have like a whole bunch of boys that you know, don't really like you like that, but you're still trying to play with them. Cause you try to, you know, find your footing, find your spot in their circle and you just can't. And I really resonated with that just scene alone. It was just like, geez. And like him being a teenager and then like him, um, him and his grown up life, just finally reconnecting with somebody who he had a long time crush on and feelings for. And then like seeing that person again and how that made him feel. And it was like seeing this big, like strong, man who toughened himself up all of a sudden become small from just hearing somebody's voice which yeah. i really enjoyed because it's like you can be the biggest person you want but then when that one person that you really enjoyed from your high school years to now like comes back into your life it's like the person you thought you were you go back to who you were in high school or who you were as a kid and i thought that was like really beautiful yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I think I, I think we all see ourselves in Kev and Chiron and in many different ways. And it is true that like there are certain things that, you know, you, you try to compensate for because those were things that broke you down. I'm sorry, Jalen, I cut you off. I didn't want to cut you off. What were you going to say? I was going to say that one part in, um, were, they in a, were they at the house or the diner when he was like, who are you? Like, what is your life about now? Oh. And he was like, you don't know who I am. And he was like, I don't know who you are. And then he like gave him the look of like, don't go there with me because I know exactly who you are. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was such a, the, I, you know, I was going to talk about my favorite scene later on, but I'll talk about it right now. I, the, my favorite scene, that's definitely something that we were going to go to the next segment with uh, what we liked. You know, we already talked about some of the things we liked. I like that diner scene because that diner scene was so powerful from when he first walked in and they made that eye contact. And you know, those moments that you hold on to, whether it's a person, it's a thing that made you feel alive inside, you hold on to them and you you will, it's like a little incubation. You know, you throw it in the ground and 20 years later, you pick that thing back up and right. it brings back those feelings. And, you know, I was, I remember when I first time I watched this, I told somebody who watched it with me, I said, you don't understand when you suppress who you are, you can, you can fight, you can hold that secret to the end of earth and you will fight anybody because it's like a witch hunt in your mind. You know, you're trying to play the game. You're trying to stay alive. You're trying to preserve yourself. And um, it's beautiful to see him kind of see that in Kev and, and that diner scene. And then especially wow. after when they went home, I like that. That was one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie was that diner scene because that was like, that was the climax for me. That diner scene is definitely my favorite scene because it's just like that whole entire time, even once he got in the diner and then once he saw Kevin and they like said hello, he just, I just, he didn't know like what to do. Like you can tell he really had something for this man, but it was just like, he didn't really know like what he wanted to say like how to feel like he didn't he didn't really know like what he wanted to do and I, I just really loved it because it was just I know that feeling mm -hmm. of like you just like I said like you just seeing somebody from like years ago and it's just like hey like you don't really like really know like Hello, how to put words together <laughs> <laughs> I mean how to put words together I mean but the movie I think the, the why the movie was was loved by so many people was I mean the lighting in that movie was amazing the music that soundtrack was beautiful and it helped tell that story on so many other levels I mean Jalen and Denzel what y'all think about the music and the the lighting in this movie um, I'm definitely downloading some music from that. The Chopped and Screwed classic, man. You heard that? I know. I was like, okay, that's oh. kind of lit right there, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> but the other song that stuck out to me, I just heard it the other day. I didn't realize that um, from Ariana Grande's um, Fake Smile, the sample, I, this is my second time hearing it in this movie. I was like, I definitely mm -hmm. got to know that original song, if I can know it, but that and the Aretha Franklin song and the um, 
diner as well. Yeah, yeah, which I think they played that early in the movie too. I, I've heard it m- multiple times in the movie. Because I never knew that was Aretha Franklin that sung that song. Me neither. Yeah. So tell me, guys, um, what other what are, are some other things that you really liked about the movie that we haven't touched upon? His um, relationship with his mom. Yeah. What did you like about that? Um, I found it like I know someone that has their relationship with their mom like that, mm-hmm. and I liked it. Came full circle when he went to go visit her once in his adulthood when he came back to Miami. And she was just like, I want you to know that I love you. It's like, you don't have to love me. That's not what you have to do. But don't let my black heart become your black heart. And you hold this resentment against me. I feel like he needed that in his growth Mm -hmm. and becoming himself and accepting himself for what he is. That part had me crying this time around watching it. I don't know what it was, but that mother relationship, we all know that relationship with our mothers, you know, whether it's Rocky or not, you know, gay boys, we have a weird relationship when it comes to our mothers. You but know? like for him, it was like, no matter what she put him through, no matter what he went through, like he still loved his mother. Yeah. Even like when he was little, like you can tell, like- He wanted yeah. her to win. Even though he said like he hated her and stuff like that, like he still, Still loved his mother no matter what, even yeah. though she was doing anything and everything. Denzel, gonna be there. What about you, Denzel? I really liked his relationship with Juan. I was so mad yes. when like Juan yeah. passed. Yeah. Like I knew it was coming, and I was on edge. Like, oh my god, is he dead yet? Like, is he dead? Like every time they would cut the scene, I'm like, oh my god, something's gonna happen to Juan. Mm-hmm. But I really loved that relationship, and like to even see like the scene where like he was explaining like masculinity like not masculinity but like um what a faggot like the way that he explained it I was like wow like I've never heard anyone explain it in that way and even when um Chiron was like well am I a faggot he's like no you're not you don't let anyone call you that like just like the way he was nurturing like he's a very masculine man in the movie and he's so nurturing and like Shawn is like his like little like weakness. And you don't see that a lot. Even, yeah, and even the way that the scene ended, like with um, Juan being emotional as a masculine man, like a, a the thug type, like ending it in that way, I was like, wow, like that was awesome. Right. Yeah. And what I also liked about that scene too is the fact that it just made me realize that honestly, I don't I don't know how it is for y'all, but like for me, it's like a lot of us don't even know. Who we are yet but then people at school tell us oh you're gay oh you're a faggot and we're like we don't even know what that word is yet nope i don't know what that word is and then like, here he comes i think we all remember that <laughs> right so that's what that was for me it was like yeah homeboy you're telling homeboy who he is then he doesn't even know what that word is yet so then you're like he has to ask somebody else and i was like i yeah. felt that it was like i never knew what gay was or something like that but people at school would be like oh you're this you're that i'm like what does that mean like, how are you telling me something about myself that I don't even know yet? And it becomes something that becomes an insecurity for you. Because right. but, but, and I, I, it's funny, recently, um, my mother gave me some photos, old photos, and I saw a picture of young me. And it just set me off. It always sets me off when I see that little boy because I see somebody who was living and just enjoying whatever life gave him and whatever he thought was amazing. And then you see, as we get older, that, you know, kids are assholes. They will break that down. They don't, you laugh too loud. You're too girly. You're too this, you're too that. And you start to suppress all that energy because you think nobody's going to like that. I'm just trying to fit in. I'm just trying to make it through the day. And then you see that person. And now for me is always trying for me and, and to see other people that I love. I'm just like, we don't, that's all fake. Those people only did that to us because they were going through that too. And they saw that in you mm-hmm. and they wanted to break that shit down because they were never happy. And I'm like, the best thing you can do is do everything you ever want to do and do it to the best of your ability. And that's why I enjoyed his relationship with Juan and Teresa because they were patient with him. Like they didn't let him, they let him talk when he wanted to talk. Mm-hmm. Like they 
let him stay at their house. They was just there just to be there when he wanted, when he needed somebody and yeah. didn't pressure him to like be anybody else but himself. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And when a thing that I noticed that he literally became Juan when you saw that one, his, yeah, after they look just like, yeah, I was like, if that is daddy, right? <laughs> but he literally became him when he was in the scene with the um dude that was working for him. He's like, You're yeah. short. He's like, I'm not short. He's like, let me count the money then. So he counts it. He's like, so you call me a liar? He's like, no, it's all there. And then he became that nurturing figure that Juan was, was to him, to this boy, to make him know that you can't let people just take advantage of you like that. Yeah. Well, um, this movie has so many good parts to it. It's kind of hard. I always, I've noticed this. When I put this in there, it's the dislikes. We're going to start going through the dislikes. It's hard to find any dislikes. I mean, even the parts that were hard for us, which I think that's what I wrote down, they weren't really disliked because it made the story so much better. But I will ask um, whoever wants to go first, what were some of your dislikes in this movie that just really rubbed you the wrong way? I wouldn't want to say it was a dislike. I really like how they portrayed it when he was a kid mm-hmm. and like when they were in the room together and you know what they were doing. And it's just like, it's kind of like a cringy situation, but that like really happened. That really so, happens, but recording kids happens. doing that. Oh, when they were measuring yeah. the pieces. I've never done that. I don't know about child, but I don't think I've ever done that with other kids either. at school. I've never done no, that, but really. I know it happened. Like, I know, I'm sure it You know Kev <laughs> set that up. Kev set that up. He orchestrated the whole thing because he's like, I'm going to see these boys' penis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some of the I scenes... I like how they portrayed that in like a tasteful way without yeah. being inappropriate. Yeah, because there was a lot of scenes where it could have been very inappropriate. And I was like, I wonder how awkward it must have looked recording these kids like playing on the football field and showing their bodies. And yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah. What about you, Denny Denny Denzel? Um, what did my you dislike hate? was very small. Um, I just don't like that one died so fast. Like I was looking yeah. forward to seeing their relationship progress, and I, even though I knew it was coming that he was going to die, I was just like, no, not not How right did now. You know that? I just felt it. Like I knew, like because of the lifestyle that he was living, and I was like, it's too good to be true. Like their relationship was too like almost perfect. Mm. Like Juan was really down for him, and like I knew it. I just felt that like Juan is gonna die. Like someone yeah. has to die, and it's gonna be Juan. Yeah. What about you, Quay? Um, two things, I guess. One is just like we said before. Like I wish there was like some kissing at the end, but that's just a little thing. But um, one that I don't want to say rubbed me the wrong way because it still made the movie, but made me feel some type of way was when after like the whole beach scene with him and Kevin and like they kiss and all that stuff. And then he had to go to school and Kevin had to beat him up. That fight scene was, was in my like, dislikes, yeah. And I know he didn't want to, but he had to. And you know what, he really didn't have to. He's a he smooth, he's, he's a smooth cool. mofo and he always gets his way out of everything he seems like. So. I think he could have gotten away from that, but I think when some when you get some per, when it gets personal, you're not thinking. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking. Well, no, because in that scene, I felt like it was a battle between his ego because obviously, like the guy with the dreads, I never call his name, but he's like Terrell. the one that was in his hair. Yeah, he was like Terrell was hyping him up, like, oh, so you remember you used to be this, da da da, like mm-hmm. staging it for him. So I and think then, he's gay like, too. I I swore he was so that moment. I think that because that mm-hmm. I think that's why he um because I'm I used to stare and be like why why well, them braids you know he'd yeah, be whipping like, his hair back and forth why are you so why are you hating so much so right. I really think he was a little he well I was yeah I always notice that with people who have bullied me in the past and I see them in in, in the present day and they are always at the bar with the girls and uh, you know uh, just. They are living that their truth. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I always tell little kids whenever I see, I'm like, whatever they tell you, just remember, take it from an OG. They are talking about themselves. If you just flip <laughs> your name with them, it always sounds much better with them. So don't take it. We're so 
fighting thing. I feel like because he was he blackmailed him because of what they used to do when they were younger. Mm-hmm. He was like basically, I'm gonna tell if you don't mm-hmm. do what I'm gonna do for you. But at the same time, like you gotta be smarter. How does he know you were doing that if he wasn't there? So if he was if he was there, you have the proud power over that information because you're always there doing the same thing. Yeah. Yep. It well, definitely but it's like you're in high school, you got this man who's like the alpha superior in the whole school. So it's like, you're not really thinking like that. You're just thinking of, if I don't do what he say, then I might get beat up, but I don't want to do that. So I think that's why. We're going to be fighting. But also, when Kevin <laughs> hit him, I think like the second time, he was like, kind of like begging him to like, stay down, like stay yeah. down and just like, stay he down. Because if you get up, yeah. I have to do what I have to do. Like, I have to like, hit you again. But I also yeah. liked that scene because it was like, Chiron, Chiron knew what was happening and he was like well if I'm gonna you're gonna hit me because I want you to see like what you're doing you know type of thing that's why yeah. he didn't stay down because he could have stayed down yeah. but he got up and looked at him in his face like do it again because I want you to see exactly what you're doing so I also yeah. like yeah and dislike the scene at the same time yeah because you know what's funny because that I'm just thinking about that now Kev always had a show he was like the big dog right he's fucking this girl he got her pre- mm-hmm. you know all these things even Jerome had a dream where he's fucking this girl and I think mm-hmm. that stuck in his mind because he's like you think you know what you're doing you think you got it you know I think he kind of didn't like that about him and when he got the chance to punch him he was like yeah punch me since you want to play all these games you want to screw all these girls punch me because we all know each other. You see what happened last night. You see what happened last night. You rub it on the sand. <laughs> and make it sand castles with some Elmer's glue. <laughs> all right, guys. So we're going to move on. And um, so I've collected some interesting things that I have saw from the beginning when I first saw this till now. Just things I saw on the internet and things I saw personally. Um, now, don't quote me because oh, I didn't do my... my um, my work cited page, but uh, so I don't know, but I'm pretty sure these things are true. I don't know, you clock me if they're not. So we have the did you know section. So did you know that Chiron is the name of a centaur in Greek mythology known as the wounded healer? No, I did not. I don't know how true that is, but it sounds interesting. So (laughs) go with it. Um, His mother, uh, Naomi Harris, she shot that entire, the entire movie, every scene that she was in, in three days because of scheduling conflicts and her visa because she's actually British. Oh, yeah. She said she had to go go from different scenes in one day Mm-hmm. From like being old to being young to being good. on crack. That hair was questionable. Yeah, at, the end. at the end. I was like, what is going on with that hair? Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe that's crackhead hair. I don't know. Well, rehabilitation, it still mess you up. When you sobering mm-hmm. up, it still can mess you up. No, so. that hey, being a crackhead moves that hair out, girl, but at least it's just a little fried. Um, when Juan was teaching Little how to swim, he was really actually teaching him how to swim, the actor. Oh, he didn't know how to swim. So um, that mm-hmm. was a part of the, the, the movie, was him actually teaching him how to swim. It felt authentic. Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah. I know that. Yeah. Wow. Also, um, I, love, I love that scene too. That yeah, that's me too. That scene that was, was the scene of the movie. Yeah. In the my water. Favorite. And I yeah. love that scene. Yeah. I did you know when, when he was like, do your arms, and he was like, do it like you're athletic. I really connected with that because I just thought like that. Why? That sounded like my dad. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a beautiful scene. Um, you know, Brad Pitt uh, helped uh, get the necessary funds and the whole distribution deal yes. together with them. Okay. Because that's, I, I think that's Brad. his production company that it was under. Brad Pitt be putting on the good stuff. Mm-hmm. He'd be helping out in the in the mm-hmm. right ways. That's yeah. called a good ally. Okay, mm-hmm. that's how a lot of white folks would be doing when they'd be like, "What do you do for the Black Lives Matter movement?" Like I'm that, be an ally. Be an ally. Don't credit for that either, because you don't even know about it. Let you do your yeah. Research. It's it's one of those facts that if I saw it because I was I started to notice the two were always in the same room. I was like, okay, what's he got to do with this? But mm-hmm. yeah, he was just a G in the back. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Also, last one. So I guess all the actors who played Chiron never met during production. 
So mm-hmm. the, I guess um, Barry Jenkins, uh, he wanted them all to build their own persona of what they thought Chiron should be in that state of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting because I think when you look back in your life, you will see that you are different people in different stages of your life. And I think as you get older, you are still you. I always think you're the still same person when you were five, six, seven years old. It's just, you learn how to cope with, you learn how to change with the world to make it work, yeah. right? And but I heard I th- that too. And what I liked yeah. about that is like, they sort of don't even meet at all. They sort of still had like some of the same tendencies. So it was like, yeah. you know, some of the same. Of the middle high school one and the adult one, I felt like they went hand to hand. Right. Like they yeah. still yeah. had like some, some of the same, like, which I liked. I was like, that's really interesting when people don't meet, but they still like have the same understanding of what the character is. Yeah. Oh, good writing, baby. Good writing. Okay. Right. Now we're going on to the next segment, which is Would You Rather? Now, um, for those who are listening, I used to do this segment when I was on my radio show in school, and I love it. It's it's a good old time. It gets in some real heated conversations. It's the Would You Rather? Would You Rather? Would You Rather? segment of the show. So I'm going to ask all of you. Uh, some questions that come together. And if you guys have questions, um, right after these questions, we're going to say one or two of your questions, if you have any good ones. Um, So I'm going to start off. So uh, let me see which one I want to start with. Hmm. Okay, so I think we touched on this. Oh, um, did I write it wrong? Oh, so did you ever feel different? I guess we all kind of touched upon this because I think we all felt different in elementary or when we were younger or did you never feel different you just always felt like everything's whatever or did you notice something was kind of different with you compared to the other kids oh, i see what you're saying you know what i mean like did you feel like 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 Chiron did in the movie where you just like it just was like an off rhythm or did you feel like you were just one of the kids going through the motions um i think for me in the beginning i think i thought i was just like a different like just a kid regular kid but then like i said like it took somebody to tell me apparently who i was for me to feel different towards the other kids so then after that like after like getting bullied and stuff like that then obviously i started feeling different and not feeling like i was a part of the tribe but i mean in the beginning i thought i was but then later on it was like you're not so after that i never felt like I was a part of anything. Hmm. Denzel, what about you? Um, I feel like I didn't really feel very different, but I was very sheltered growing up. So like, I just was so like clueless to everything. Like when I was younger, I literally was like, a child like all I wanted to do was eat sleep play like everything for me was play and like I had a lot of friends back then you know boys and girls that were my friends and they all you know they all treated me pretty normally like I didn't really feel too off and even though I was sheltered and my parents are against like homosexuality um they let me express within the household without like making me feel away Hmm. so I don't know I just I feel like I didn't really start feeling away till like high school where people were much more I guess not caring about it like they were talking not to me but around me and it was getting back to like oh well so and so is saying this is this true kind of thing and that's when you started to really think about it yeah yeah what about you, Jalen? I know you touched upon it. Um, I want to say necessarily I felt different. There was times that I was bullied, but I'm not the person to bully because I was always taught to let nobody bully you or get over on you in that way. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, if you bullied me, it was just like, I'm going to say something back to you to hurt your feelings. So it's just like, it never was a continuous process. And me growing up, it's just like, I was into sports. So the people that were bullying me, it's just like, I'm better than you at 
what you want to do. You have so to leverage. You, so what's your like, so what is your real problem about this? Yeah. Yeah. I know for me, uh, I did, I, I don't remember really getting built because I was a big ass kid too. So nobody was going to mess with me and I had a brother. So that helped. But I also played sports too. Was I good? No. So that wasn't really something that I held over people's head. <laughs> I was like, I can, I'm quick off the line in football, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, I always knew that, you know, you're smart enough to know, especially when you've been hiding that shit, you, you know, what's up and you know how people would handle certain situations. So you're always, I think me, I was, a, I think I was my biggest bully. And I think when people probably saw me, they saw somebody who was probably George's inside. I asked a girl recently and she was like, you just seemed like you were going through something. And I was like, that was probably why a lot of people probably left me alone. But um, I'm sure there's some kids, there was definitely some kids who gave me looks like, who the hell is this kid and why he is that way, you know? <laughs> um, but moving on. So uh, would you, or would you not have that moment with Kev on the beach? If y'all were shy Rome, this is gonna be quick answers. Yes. Would you have gotten that far or would you shied away? I'm going to say for me, I probably would have shied away. Quay says yes. I'm going to get them lips. <laughs> yep. I mean, if, you look, if you look like that, then yes. Okay, Jalen. Oh, yes. If you're aggressive, you're, I just go along with it. And see, if he was aggressive, if you noticed the movie, he was not that aggressive. I think Shyrom had to lean in a little bit more. But he, like, presented it. He presented it, though. He did present it. He did. (laughs) If you're going to present it, then I'm with it. Let's go. Okay, Denzel. I feel like my high school self would not have went with it. Okay, I thank you. I would have tried away too. <laughs> y'all acting like y'all 25 trying to get them lips. <laughs> right. I would have no, tried away. That's it. If I was going to have fat and uncomfortable. <laughs> I would have did it. <laughs> I know high school me. I would have. Okay. Been. All right. Well, we well. know who was fast in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you guys have hit that bully in the head with that chair? <laughs> I, know yeah. somebody, I know somebody who has done that. <laughs> Um, no. but what have you, would you guys have done it? I wasn't a violent person, so I'm gonna have to say high school me probably wouldn't have, but um, I would have probably read him to filth. Um, if I, we were in school, hell yeah, but if we were in school, no, I like <laughs> I dumb <laughs> high school me, no, but I know I definitely would have had like some words for him, okay. okay. I wouldn't have hit him with a chair if it got to that point, probably yes. But I know I would have had some words for him, but other than that, no. Okay, and last question from me, and then I'll have you guys ask some questions. Denzel, would... answer. <laughs> wow. What? I just don't Denzel exist. even answer. Chime in, bitch. Right. Everybody chime in. <laughs> I was waiting for my turn, like a little, like a good person. Look, if you um, notice you're the last person, please chime in. Last one, I was going to get paid. I would have done the complete differently than all of you. <laughs> we would have fought. Because back then, like, I was a lot more, like, aggressive. Nice. Like, you know, shut up. I was the middle <laughs> child in my family. And, like, I was taught to, like, fight and defend yourself. Like, anybody hits you or put their hands on you or say anything to you, like, either you're going to hit them back you or you're going to have words for them back. And, yeah. you know, I ain't kiss nobody. I was not no fast kid. But <laughs> also my parents, too, like, my dad would be like, no, don't hit them. Tell the teacher. And my mom be like, yep, kick their butt. Like, they put their hands on you first, then you're in the clear to kick their butt. Like, I will not be mad at you. So No, yeah, I get that. I think my parents fought. were like that. They were like, tell somebody, but then also, like, somebody kicked your ass. You yeah. kicked that ass. I never Not had a chair, to, but we would have we fought. Yeah. Okay, and last question from me. Um, would you rather Kev or Black? That was one of my eyes. Fuck you. <laughs> Wait, what? Kev or Black? Kev or Black, uh, Chiron. Oh, I Would get you it. rather get a freaky freaky with Kev or would you get a freaky freaky with Chiron? I say Black because we all know what Chiron looked like when he was older. And we also know what Kev Chiron. looked like. But I like the not Is to this sound. while we're adults or while we're in high school? Um, Now. Let's say now. Although uh, Kevin in high school, that actor, he can get it. Uh, uh, if he's of age, moment. yes. If not, stay in school. Um, but his lips are very dry. What did you say? What? He said his lips were really dry. His lips are very dry. It was bothering me in some of the scenes. Like, can you, someone get this boy some chapstick? You say, please. check it out. It's called you acting. Like, high school has never got chapstick. I always had chapstick. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> what struggle bus you were on? Right. I'm, talking yeah. about, I'm talking about the niggas. I had it. 
were you a nigga in high school? Did you pay I sure your pants and have all I that? did. Not with yeah. this outfit on. Okay, but this is the glow up. You were sagging, but it was tight. I'm talking about the nigga nigga. No, I wore big pants. No, that was when the Dougie and the 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 new kid uh jerk jerk was on. So you're probably wearing like pink I pants with a door back there. Shirts and large pants. That ain't Anyways, big. moving on. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So boy, who has a good question that I did not take and hijack? That is a good yeah, question. Yeah, we didn't answer your question. You took one of my questions. Oh, did, oh, we didn't even answer. Okay, no, go. One, I already know. I already know Quay's answer. I know all your answers. What's, What's my answer? Okay, let me guess. So Quay's definitely gonna go with Shyrom. That's a given. Um, you don't know me. Okay, Jalen, Jalen, you're gonna go with. Uh, I think y'all are gonna go with Shyrom, unless y'all like the actor who played the high school one of Kev. Y'all going with Shyrom? You're wrong. Yeah, I would have said for Jalen. But as a character as a whole, I like Kevin's personality. Yeah, especially in the diner. Yeah, me, so me yeah. just Actor Andre cool. Holland, that's his name. <laughs> I'm sure you know, Quay. I don't know that. <laughs> Denzel. <laughs> oh, um, I feel like I'm about to go on. You ain't talking. I feel like ideally I would have went with Kevin, but I think I would have probably just ended up with Chiron. I think I'll go with Kevin because now I'm thinking like Shyrome, like cute, cute, good, good. But that boy don't know how to communicate and he's going to need a lot of therapy and he's trapping. He's I don't so want to deal with that. I That's just... a DL dude. I don't want to touch. Oh, I the, the trapping way... was, was, was a boost for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got you. Right. You pitch it just how soft he was. Like he, like, he was a big He was. He, he was just dick like bashing the man and then he just got really soft. And I was Brit, like, oh, my God. Like, I don't bear. know who you are. He's like, I know that, that little kid so, that shut that. Just that. that can't that was more so than three amazing. words. That was so well, amazing. when y'all get caught up in a drug bust, y'all let me know how that soft mix goes, okay? Don't call me. I ain't got no money. Okay. What about y'all? Y'all got any would you rathers that I didn't touch? I have, I have one. Okay, have Denzel, one. go. Wait, Quay, you want to go first? No, I thought you another one because he literally had like my only one. Oh. <laughs> I have one. Me too. Me too. I'm gonna think while we're while we're I'm thinking. Okay, Denzel. Uh, would you rather get beat up in front of the entire school by some DL trade, or would you rather? I forgot the other part. Dang. <laughs> um, would you rather be outed in front of the entire school at that age? Um, beat up because at least I'll try to fight back. Same. I think if I was outed, I would have. I don't even know what have. I know people have tried me. I think a lot of people knew, but when you're not ready for yourself, you that's right. some suicidal territory. Yeah, I know. I would definitely try to definitely get beat up and, but also try to fight back at the same time because I know me that I would not have been ready for that at all. Yeah, so I'd rather be outed. Here we go. <laughs> I'm different. Here we go. I'm different. Tell the tell my business. Come on, Muhammad. Let's go to Muhammad Ali. Everybody be like, oh, he can't fight, blah, blah, blah. At least I'm out it. If you're gonna fight, I'm going down swing. Period. Okay, Ty, yes. okay, Muhammad Ali. Tell him be punching him saying, Who's a fag? Who's a fag? The Mike Tyson High School over here. I be sitting there with my multi uh, notebook binder, them ones that use the zip, and be like, "Oh, they so messy." Oh, girl. I feel like when Jalen is, I feel like when Jalen was in high school, like it was just the bad girls club for him. Yeah. just throwing his soccer ball at people. All boys school, so there was no fight, or else we were kicked out. See, I needed all boys school. That would have been interesting. I ain't gonna know. I was supposed to. Mm-mm, I didn't want to. I think it would have been interesting. It's not what you guys would think it is. I don't know why people always think like all oh, boys high school, like, oh, it's gay. Like, it's going to be this like. No, that's no. not the well, reason. That's how people think I, about football. It's not like that. The reason I didn't want to, the reason I didn't want to go because like, I really had a bad experience with boys in middle school of them not liking me because of the way I sound and getting picked on by well, them. So I really didn't want to be in a whole high school with them. So I was like, I can't do that. So I had to go to a public school. Like that was the only. Reason the, I was the parents that kids who are being bullied 
they pay for them to go to schools like that. So you would have been alone. I wouldn't, I didn't know that. When I, when I, listen, when I was in high school, I wasn't thinking about like all that common sense and stuff. Like I was just thinking about like my feelings and I did not want to be around a whole bunch of boys 24 seven in the school. I didn't know if they were going to like me or not. Like I'm just assuming they weren't going to like me. So I had to go to a public school where mm-hmm. I could be around both at the same time. It was just, mm-hmm. I couldn't go to an all boys. Well, that's a good one. Cause I know when I was younger, I always was around the girls. I didn't like it. Cause I was so big and tall and just, it was just awkward to look at, but I always had a lot of girlfriends more than the guys. I'm sure y'all were probably around I that. didn't have a lot of guys. I didn't never had a lot of guy friends until I got to college. Until college, yeah. That's and weird. And that, middle school, I had guy friends, but girls. I wasn't as close to them as I was. So like, like, I didn't open up to them like I did my female friends. Mm. yeah because female friends were more open-minded and you could really like because we all had that feminine energy and they had it too so you always felt like you can relate to them on a deeper level than say some boy who's just messy mm-hmm. all right we're, what other questions y'all got that i didn't touch <laughs> okay i got one i think mm-hmm. so <laughs> not the eye roll denzel <laughs> so being the, so being um in Chiron's space and whatnot, mm-hmm. like he would like go back and forth like with Quan and Teresa and his mom. But would you rather, if you had to choose, stay with your mother in the situation or just completely stay with Juan and Teresa? Juan and Teresa, easy. I don't know. That's hard. I'm a mama's boy, so I think I probably would have stayed with my mom, even though yeah. she's treating me like shit. Like, you know that love is there, and you know, mm-hmm. as you get older, that it's not, like, really her, it's her situation that has her treating you that way. Yeah, based off my situation, yeah. I probably would be struggling with my mother, just because it's the only person I know that is related to me that's that close. I would, yeah. I would definitely do both, you know what I mean? Like, I'd definitely yeah. be in close contact with the other group, the, the, um, Teresa yes on. but uh yes. <laughs> my mother i think that's why the scene where she was like i love you and that scene where they were kind of meeting up again you just see mom you know mm-hmm. and anybody i don't care who you are if your mother has a drug problem or not you just see mom and mm-hmm. that 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 feeling is always there even if you really don't like the woman or she's done you dirty mm-hmm. it's hard to just let go of somebody who put you on this world and has yeah. cared for you you know whether she knows how to or not but she's tried I feel like she engraved that in him too. Like, you know, it's just the two of us. Like, I'm your mom. I'm always going to be your mom. Like, she put that in there. And like, I feel like he kind of, he trusted her. He believed her. Like, when she would say to me each time, like, yeah, like, you're my mom. Like, it's just the two of us. Like, there's Teresa and there's Juan, but it's the two of us. Yeah, give me your money. (laughs) I also feel like in situations like that, like, you really can't be a teenager. You can't really be a kid. Like, you have to grow up faster than mm-hmm. you want to especially when so she takes you, your money from both your pockets <laughs> right. so it's also like you to understand the world a little bit better and faster than anybody else does which can and be mentally girls like that that really puts them up mentally yeah that's why he's happy he well, got like the better end of the straw to say because some people were just don't ever recover from that. Yeah. yeah especially yeah. on the juvenile hall. Jalen, you got a question? Did you not go, Jalen? No, he didn't go. No. Um, if not, we can move on. It's fine. No pressure. I do have a question. It was one of the a powerful scene that I didn't discuss yet. But when, yeah, yeah, go for it. When um, Juan finds his mom smoking the crack in the car with her boyfriend or the eye with her. And he was like, what are you doing? She was like, so what, you gonna take care of my son now? Mm. You gonna be his father, you gonna take care of him? If you were Juan, would you fight to get the kid yeah. custody? Would you try to take him from the mom? Or would you just let it played out? Um, I think the guilt to me, I, if I was in a situation of knowing that I was giving her drugs and that was the life that I chose, 
I'm, I think I would have, if they, if he was still alive, I think he, I would have taken the steps to bring him in and, and make sure I take care of him because I feel that guilt of doing that to his mother. So, yeah, I think he would have too, yeah. <clears throat> but yes, I would have for sure. Cause I don't know. I just, I love kids and I just like for kids to be happy. And I just want to make sure like, you know, he didn't have to go live around that. And I know Juan definitely would have took a minute if he had him. Uh-oh. Are we breaking up? Good. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, okay. I thought the camera was breaking up a little bit. All right, moving on to the next segment is ratings. Um, now, uh, for each show, I'm going to break it down. So one star means it's trash. I didn't like this content. I didn't like breaking it down. I don't like the movie, whatever we were doing. Uh, two stars, it was okay. Three stars, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Four stars means this movie was everything. Uh, I loved it. It's the best, the best of the best. So I'm going to start with Quay, because I have a feeling I know exactly what you're going to pick. Out of four stars, what would you rate this movie? Say it. Five. <laughs> Five. Okay, so four stars, Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Five stars. Three white stars. Why three, Jalen? Um, it's more of the lines. Three. I would have liked the story to be developed more. Okay. Denzel. I would also rate it a three. Um, I don't know. Maybe I do need to go back and watch it again. Like it was a good movie. Like like I said, I would tell my friends about it and tell them to watch it, but. It's not my favorite movie, but yeah, a three, good. Okay, up here. I, I had a question for both of you. Did y'all cry at all during this movie or get emotional like I no. did? I got a little emotional, but I didn't cry. Like it was like, oh my god, like I'm gonna cry in like three seconds. But like I think because you and Quay staged it to be like this so emotional movie that I was like, okay, so when am I gonna be like crying my eyes out? And I didn't happen. So I was like, okay, I think that's what probably knocked down mm. that four star. Cause I was like, you guys like really did like make it seem like, oh my gosh, you're going to cry or like you're gonna have this response to it, and that didn't happen. So it's my fault. I feel like <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. It really is. Wait, I'm chopped question. and screwed. All right, go ahead. I have a question. Can you see me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, because my thing went off for like two seconds. I so saw I, that. You like disconnected. Yeah, I saw it on both of your screens. Yeah, everybody listening to us right now, side note, everybody listening to us right now, we are still in quarantine, unfortunately. And, um, well, not quarantine, the uh, pandemic. So we're not together doing this. So we have to do this through Zoom. So there's going to be some technical difficulties, Mm -hmm. but y'all can understand. All right. What's your question? What were you saying, Jalen? What's your question? Oh, that was my question. That was my question because I know my my uh connection went off, so I wasn't sure oh. if, like I was being seen. Yeah. No, we can hear you now. Everything's fine. So four, four. Wait, but I missed it. So you gave who gave what? So Jalen gave three. Uh, Denzel gave three. You and me gave four or high ratings five. Um, and we didn't see, cry. I'm I'm just gonna paint it this way. This is why I gave it a three because <laughs> if you can't really relate to it emotionally coming from like being gay and going through those situations i'm just looking for as a regular viewer of the movie mm-hmm. someone that can't relate to it and are watching yeah. it i feel like it would be a three but i do like the storyline how we can relate to it that part of it is very uplifting that we're able to watch our own stories going on yeah. on a big screen because no. I mean I, I think that is true because I did have a friend that watched it too and he is also um, gay and I asked him if he liked it and he said he's all was good but he didn't get like why I liked it so much mm-hmm. and I didn't explain like why like because like I don't I don't know like it's for some of us it's just like the feel like like we said like the feeling like there's a certain mm-hmm. type of feeling to it that mm-hmm. some understand and some don't mm-hmm. so I mean, I understand well, that because he, he, yeah. he didn't understand the feeling either. It was just like, it was a good movie, but I don't get what the feeling was. But I had to explain to him, like, why and what the feeling was for me. 
Yeah, quite. I think for me, I see, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I think I feel, I think I feel a lot of things and, and I, I always relate it back to something that I, I, you know, I try to go to that level. I try to be at that level. And some people don't see things that way. They kind of see the bigger picture sometimes or not even, it's not even like my way is better than that. It's just, we're all see it differently, especially where yeah. we are in our lives. And that's why when I, I was like, I'm not going to watch it again because I rewatch it. But then I was like, no, I'm going to watch this again. Cause me now in 2021, is a lot different than me 2016 when it first came out. So there's a lot of things that have changed for me that I'm going to pick up on and it's going to be a different emotions. Y'all are in different stages in your life. Right. So sure. I think, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not going to put it on y'all like, oh, why is this not your favorite? Because then if we all have the same favorite thing, then this is a boring world. I think we're all on our journey and this is how we feel about it right now. Yeah, like we said, like it wasn't like the yeah. exact story of the movie that made us feel is the way he felt in certain situations where we're like dang i know exactly what he's going through i didn't go through that exact situation but i know exactly how he feels in this moment well yeah. moving on to the final thoughts uh so my the moral that i got from this story is everything that happens to you in your life makes you to who you are today i mean i think we can all say that we've been saying it throughout this whole episode you know that's why i always tell people you know when you have kids just let them be themselves don't knock them just show them uh maybe suggest something or maybe show them a way how they can do things or how to be themselves on a whole nother level. And I think this generation, you'll see that in different ways more than ours. You know, we love our parents and what they did for us, but you know, you just keep learning and you keep progressing and you get smarter. And um, that's what I got from this story. I mean, personal story for me, I think uh, I saw myself in him because I remember like say, you know, I'm thinking something that I held on to. I remember when I was young and I was just trying to find somebody who I can relate to that uh, I can connect to on my level. And it wasn't sometimes it wasn't people for me. I don't remember a person because most of the people that I saw that were gay were something to be frowned upon. So I in turn did not like gay people because I thought they were gross and wrong because that's how the world portrayed us as a joke. So when I saw a show like, I remember I was visiting my grandparents in Florida and I remember when I was in one of the rooms I was listening to Will and Grace I saw Will and Grace on TV and I stopped and I watched and I was intrigued and I think when you're younger for me it was always like sexual scenes were like the the, the climax of of like whoa oh my god I'm into that but I think on a whole nother level you just see yourself and this that it was in Noah's Ark, it was, you know, little movies that come on TV late night, early in the morning yeah. that you would catch. You hold on to those little things, you know, a scene in a movie that was kind of weird. That guy seemed gay. And you hold on to I remember I held on to it. And I got, I remember I convinced my parents to get the Netflix when Netflix came in the mail, the box set to Will and Grace, and we watched it. Um, <laughs> y'all didn't know. Um, but yeah, you hold on to things or in football, there was moments where I really suppressed myself to get through. And I put on this whole other personality to get through football all the way to like junior year. And then I just was like, girl, leave. Mm -hmm. You're hurting yourself emotionally. <laughs> um, yeah. What about you guys? Um, any personal stories that, that can relate to this movie? Cause I'm sure we have them, you know? Yeah. Jaylen, yeah. You shaking your head, Jalen? Let's start with yeah, you. Definitely a lot. Um, one is like the beach scene or whatever, having that one person in high school that's really connected to it. Mm -hmm. It's literally just went through the same thing, got all the way through in homeroom all four years together because our last names both began with like a J. Mm -hmm. and it was like last day of school, senior year, getting out, going to our walk to our cars, getting in the car, go do whatever, go home, whatever, sports practices still. You had a car in high school? Sorry. Yeah, I was driving junior year. <laughs> Girl, I knew, was, I knew you were that kid. Jalen had his little lanyard, his keys. Yeah. And, um, and like we got, we were like saying bye to each other. It was just like a realization like we're going our separate ways. And like we got close and like almost kissed, but it just didn't happen. You didn't do it. No, I you didn't, didn't do, do it. I didn't nope, do I it. Didn't. I didn't have the boss to do it. <laughs> Jalen, I'm no. Uh, oh, you lied in the last question. Uh -huh. <laughs> I said, so you lied in the would you rather? 
What do you mean? I lied. Because you said he said, would you uh do kiss the person on the beach? And you said yes, but you couldn't kiss the person on the beach. You said now. Uh-uh. I don't know. No. But I said if the other person was leading on, then hell yeah, I would did it. It was like this the the It was leading on. It was out <laughs> it was out in public. It was like everybody, it wasn't just that like, was on a beach. Oh now we're making up stories. That was that okay. night. Did you see it was too cold. Mouth? It was too cold. Did you see anybody dry? <laughs> my, my lips were dry. It was too hot. God <laughs> was what about you, Quay? Personal story? Um, for me, like I it was just uh like I said, the scene of where he was um playing soccer with the kids and he was just like in the background like trying to find his spot like i just know that feeling um it doesn't, it's not like per se with sports because it, it was a sports also um i used to play football when mm. i was in middle school and i don't know i don't know how to play <laughs> um i was on the line i should have been running back but the they didn't punter. realize how fast i was but in like playing football and like me personally, not knowing how to play basketball, like I was always around guys who played basketball and just like, just trying to find like where I can fit in, in a group, like trying to find my place. And like, I still struggle with that sometimes, like trying to find like my spot in different situations and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm 26. So you think I would, you know, know where that is, but sometimes I just don't know where it is. So just that scene in general, like it was a small scene. And he had to like really like catch it, but I was just watching and I was just like, what's up? Oh, hey. Denzel's a little shady bitch. And I was like, no, yeah. Denzel's next. So he better have his, his question together or his uh, response together. Cause you know, you, you'd be forgetting. Ooh, shade. Finish what you were saying, Quay. Finish oh. what you were saying, Quay. Oh no! Don't let that. I was gonna laugh at you, Quay. It was that shit. Did I finish? Did I finish? Did you not hear me? You no, cut out. We heard end. you, but the last part we you cut off in the end. Yeah, the connection. Oh, I just I just really enjoyed that scene because it. Um, I just know the feeling of how that feels to like not really, um, know where you fit in in different places. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Denzel, shady bitch. I don't know. I, I feel like that's a hard question for me to answer because like, like I said, like through like elementary through like middle school, I didn't really, you know, feel away. So like everything there was, was no personal stories that kind of that you, um, you know, say there were certain things that you picked up that you held on to to this day that you can see clearly that you kind of held on to to get through in a way. I think for you, if you want me to think of something for you, I think fashion and and being polished has always been something that I, for me looking at you knowing you for just a little time that I do I think that's something that you've used as a power as a shield to get through I mean yeah because I was always known as like the kid that like dressed nice and you know I had a job at an early age so I was working I was making money uh -huh. and you know that kind of distracted me from like that in a way distracted me and also forced me to grow up because you know I would have to leave school to go to work while you know everyone else is either going to the mall to hang out or you know doing whatever that they were doing uh -huh. um, yeah, you know. which is pretty normal yeah isn't that interesting though too on on uh on all the things that we were good at how we we stuck with them because that would that's what gave us our power you know, with right. Quay and your dancing and Jalen with your whatever. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I'm the shady one. Uh, <laughs> customer service skills. customer service skills. No, no, I'm only joking because Jalen, Jalen, from what you told me, you are good at sports and a lot of us tried it but failed. Soccer. You're good at sports and, and you are you're also a people person. I think a lot of people Failed, enjoy I you. Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of people sit there and hate on you. I think Jalen is infectious and um that's a power that keeps you positive. Yeah. 
It does, because yeah. sometimes I just want to be by myself and people won't leave me the fuck alone. I'm sorry, <laughs> bitch. And I'm going to keep calling you. I'm going to keep right. acting, calling you. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap this show up. I think this was a very good episode with y'all. Thank you guys for showing up for the first episode we just did together. And you, you know, are welcome. I mean, thank you for having us to do today. So I had no, you had nothing to do. Stop playing. I had to pinch you in real quick. Like, it's just so much. I had <laughs> just an hour. Like, so much interviews. Stuff like that. So you welcome. Yeah, and now I'm going to record this. So <laughs> I hope it's gonna save. I gotta oh girl. It is recording. It is. So I'm gonna don't touch nothing. I'm gonna end it. Okay. Don't touch that. So think um we're gonna close out. So people who are listening to the show, if you have any recommendations or you want to chime in on the conversation, please do. Um once I set up the social media and wherever I'm gonna put this show chime in you know i want to hear you guys i want you guys to be part of the conversation and if you want to join the zoom come on down i know this crazy group of people is going to be on another show we're going to find some um, other movies that we connect to or have never watched or music because i know quay's got a lot of songs he wants to talk about i Um, love music yeah, so we're we're definitely gonna keep it going. Um, I'm glad we got this through, especially on a movie that's so heavy. Um, and we did it. So that's it, everyone. Um, is there anything you guys want to plug? I don't know when I'm gonna post this stuff, so please can don't I plug drop anything. my Instagram? Boy, okay. don't let me watch your crusty Instagram. <laughs> yeah, if y'all hey, want to see your Instagram, uh, excuse me, can I set up myself, please, Denzel? Oh. What? Thank you. Can I set myself up real quick? They want to kiss. Don't so know what you mind. Roll they the credits, please. So bad. <clears throat> hey, y'all. What's up? It's your boy Sinko, aka Sinkweezy. Um, you can find me on Instagram at underscore sin dot That is underscore s i n dot q u e. I am a dancer, choreographer. I'm also in film, and I act and I write. So if you want to get connected, let me know. I also have a little YouTube um, channel called Sinkweezy, so you can hit me up there as well. And I will be look forward to, you know, getting a follow and connecting with you guys. Thank you very much. Okay, Denzel, you're next. Go. All right, that was it. Time to end it. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how I'm so inspired. This was fun. Hurry up, bitch, because this is very long. My Instagram name is 90s Black Flower. It's abbreviated, um, (laughs) you know. He's not even black. He's white. Ooh. Yes, I'm gonna tell you now. Like, 90s what kind of flower? What kind of flower? Oh, that all you hoes on this line are trying That's to be so like. Fun. Next, Jalen, take it away, please. <laughs> it's Bombay JJ, B O M B A Y J J in the house. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, everything. That's my anything to think of. That's my username. All right, and I am Edgewood on, Edgewood on all social media, but I will be getting together the social media for this because I feel like this needs to be a whole separate thing uh, away from my personal Instagram. Because <laughs> this, this, I just feel like this is gonna go crazy. So you can, you can also find um, Denzel on OnlyFans at yes. Blackflower underscore. Link will be in the bio. But it's not doing too well. Link- all right, guys, <laughs> we will see you later. Love you guys. Bye. Two followers. Bye. Bye.